Hey there, I'm so excited to tell you about Radiotopia's newest show, The Recipe with Kenji and Deb. Kenji and Deb are two of the best home cooks alive. J. Kenji Lopez-Alt of The Food Lab and The Walk, and Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen. Two of my go-tos to make sure I'm getting the perfect recipe for everything from meatballs to muffins. They're pros who obsess over techniques and essential ingredients, so you learn everything you need to create your perfect recipe. You can finally be excited to eat what you make, and maybe even impress your friends and family. Help us welcome the newest show to the Radiotopia family. Find The Recipe with Kenji and Deb on your favorite podcast platform starting February 26th. Michael, you sent me an email. Uh, can you just lay out the story you told me in your email? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, I have a little boy. His name is Charles, and he's a bit over two years old. And uh, in the pandemic, we've been taking walks around our town. That's been the new the new fun thing to do. And um, right. our hardware store, uh, the local Ace Hardware, set up uh, a little hand-washing station outside with a couple sinks and uh, some soap dispensers and some paper towel dispensers. And for whatever reason, my son just became fascinated by the paper towel dispenser. And it was uh, very specifically... One of them, not the other, because there were two. <laughs> he, would wave, he would wave at the little paper towel dispenser and say hello. And when he would come home, he would ask us to tell him the stories about the little paper towel dispenser, like bedtime stories. The the two paper towel dispensers, is there something that um, makes one? Is there, a, uh, is there a difference between them? None. They're identical. <laughs> There's nothing so wonderful about being a toddler that like they they never know what the thing is the next day that is going to become their everything (laughs) (laughs) like there's always something out there that could take them over completely absolutely absolutely ian uh can we can i get personal for a second uh of, of course, yeah. Okay. I know you you have a you have a child, right? Yeah, I have a baby daughter. Baby daughter, okay. Well, you, you you know that one day she's gonna ask you a very important question of where do paper towels come from? Okay. You're gonna want to lie. I know this. I know you're going to want to say, oh, there's a big old paper towel bird that comes and leaves paper towels on your porch. But don't don't lie. Don't do it. There's no reason. You know where it comes from. Where does it come from, Ian? A paper towel dispenser. It comes from me. I'm Martin, and I'm a paper towel dispenser. When I'm not being used, I typically just look around and wonder, where did everything else come from? You know, Hmm. like, where's the person dispenser? Where's the bus dispenser? Is there a puppy dispenser? You know, there's little dogs coming out or clouds. Like I see a lot of clouds, day clouds, night clouds. Yeah. What's poofing them out? You just imagine dispensers somewhere over the horizon dispensing all of creation 
Well, yeah. I mean, that's everything else can't just appear. That that'd be madness. I guess then you have to think about what, where did the dispensers come from? Well, dispenser, dispenser. I'd assume. Yeah. I hope to one day meet the big dispenser and thank it. Like, what if dispenser was one of us? You know. Do you uh, have a picture of what the big dispenser looks like? Well, yeah. I mean, all dispensers are made in the big dispenser's image. So I, I figure that the big dispenser just looks like me, but bigger. I guess I don't, I don't really dispense anything. It's words, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I've seen what you people dispense. I and I don't, I don't mean you people as in white people. I mean you people as in humans. Right. Yeah. And you, you guys, you know, you have various slots, several, in fact, like you have your three whole slots in your face area, and then you got the other two slots. I don't even want to talk about those. There's a guy that comes by, I want to say once a week, and I've seen his name tag. It's Bill. And... I don't know what is on his hands, but I know that he has to use me so much. I I worry for him. Like, I I don't know if maybe it's, you know, he's eating something or he just keeps falling into something. Like, what's it look like? It's a bluish brown color. Okay. Uh, Texture-wise, it's like a loose hardness. Like, it's stiff, but very wet. It also, it's like, it's crunchy. It's very crunchy, but, you know, it's soft. Like a soft crunch. Um, it, it, It feels like it would be milky, but milky in the way of a flame. Like it's it's been around. It it, it 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 does stuff. Like it shouldn't move while being still, but it does. I don't like to pass judgment on the people, especially Bill. He seems like a very nice guy, but I I want him to change for him, not even for me. I want him to change for him. But I imagine also for for you. Yeah, I mean yes for me, but I, you know. A lot for me. Martin, to be clear, you are one of the touchless paper towel dispensers. Yes. I haven't been touched in a very long time. Well, the way you work where someone waves a hand in front of your sensor, a paper towel comes out. Um, I'm wondering, has it ever happened by accident? You know, when somebody's just kind of walking by, makes a towel come out? Every now and then, it, it really depends on how hand-like their body is. I would hope that if, if someone realizes that their body is very fingerly and hand-like, to, at the very least, do, do like a bigger walk around. What makes a body hand-like or 
fingerly, as you said. Well, uh, it's like thin, but with one really chunky limb. Right. The, the thumb limb. The thumb limb, yeah. I think you're describing a skinny person with a big head. That's hand-like. I think you're describing me. No, I, I, I think that is exactly what it is, which, you know, I, I think all bodies are beautiful. Uh, so that, that's on me for, for putting, you know, for insulting the... Because I, I don't know if you've noticed, I have been dispensing a little bit every time you move. I appreciate you acknowledging it, so I didn't have to. Martin, I want to ask you about uh, other ways people dry their hands. Yeah, please do. One, in bathrooms, there's often a machine where you push a button and it blows hot air onto your hands. Are you are you familiar with these? Oh, yeah, Laurel. Okay. Yeah. That's a good friend of mine. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't realize what is happening in that situation. He's he's not enjoying it. Like what, when he's blowing. Yes, that's all pain. That's agony. That's a horrific thing to do to him. It's pain. The whole that Laurel. Can you can you explain real quick what it's like to have to deal with the that the heat stuff? You mean that hot air? Yeah, the hot the hot air. Yeah. All right. Does that is it is bad? Right. I hate it. See, it, it, Laurel is not a fan. So, like, just give it a pat every now and then on the side. I'm also curious about uh, when someone, and I'm certainly guilty of this myself, when someone wipes their hands on their pants uh, instead of using a paper towel or Laurel. Um, how does that feel when you see that? I don't want to say there's envy or jealousy or bitterness. I find that to an extent pants are able to do the same job of paper towels, yeah. which is yeah. Good. Good for them. It's not the same. And I think that is the issue that there is a lack of fairness between pants and paper towels. And I think the best way to balance that out and make it a little bit more fair as if one day paper towels could be pants. Someone, because pants are being paper towels, someone could wear paper towels as pants. pants. Exactly. Like, okay, just go with the scenario with me for a second, will you, Ian? Okay. Imagine a man wearing paper towel pants. And you put them on and you don't have to button them or zip them. You just slide them on. You've felt paper towels on your hands. Imagine them on your legs. All right. And then when you have to take them off, you don't have to worry about, oh, no, I have to unbutton them or, 
how am I going to slide him off my legs? That's so difficult and painful. Okay. You just walk into a lake or dip yourself into a bath and it dissolves. It just goes out. I think it's beautiful. Pants just melt away. And someday I would like to talk to the pants dispenser about that. When the hardware store closes at night, do you sleep? Yeah, of course. Do you dream? Yeah, when I when I sleep only. Yeah, I, I have this reoccurring dream where I'm an ATM. Are you? Do you know what? A, you're familiar with ATMs, right? Okay, cash machine. Yeah, and then in the dream, the best part is I get to charge a fee of two seventy five. What a life. Martin, when you imagine people taking the money, what do you imagine them doing with it? I imagine they then go and buy more dispensers so that way they can get an excess of things that they need. So, like, just get a big old house dispenser and they can have all the houses you want. Just to have an endless supply of everything. Yeah. But I guess, too, there's only so much space on the Earth. So thinking about continually dispensing new things, new paper towels, new houses, clouds, puppies, I think you said. Mm-hmm. Eventually... There just won't be room for all these things. Well, you, you, then you use the room dispenser. Just make more room. Yeah. On and ever on forever. Yes. Because you have the time dispenser. This is Everything is Alive. Our show is produced by Jennifer Mills and me, Ian Chillog, with Eva Walchover. Special thanks to Emily Spivak. Our editor is Hilary Frank. Martin, the paper towel dispenser, was played by Martin Morrow. Martin is a comedian, writer, and improviser in Los Angeles. You can follow him on socials at at Martin M. Morrow and stream his album Magic of the City. Thanks to Michael and Charles for getting in touch about the little paper towel dispenser at the hardware store. I hope this has been a satisfactory bedtime story. Everything is Alive is a proud member of Radiotopia from PRX. Without Julie Shapiro, executive producer, we would be stuck forever in the show dispenser. You can get in touch with us any number of ways at everythingisalive.com. See you soon. Radio Tokyo.